Cheryl, and we are reaching out to single moms simply as a supportive means to your parenting process. So today we're going to just, you know, talk a little bit about if the expectations you have for your children, if you're beginning to see them materialize, or when do you begin to see those expectations materialize? So um, when I think of uh, these expectations, um, I think of, I see, let's say, a mom yelling at her kids, you should know better, Um, you should uh, have done this, you should have done that. And sometimes, you know, what you know to do, your child who is still a child, young and impressionable, may not have that same uh, way to, uh, uh, of wisdom, that same type of wisdom that you have. So we have to um, allow our children at times to experience some of the consequences of their actions and hoping that they learn from their mistakes or um, anything that they did that maybe they meant to do it. Maybe they were intentional about doing it. So uh, for instance, you have a three or four year old and you notice that their room is always a mess. But your expectation is that, hey, we've um, cleaned up the house and now we're coming to clean up your room. I need you to go in there and clean up that room. You come back in about five minutes and that room is still a mess and maybe even worse. So what do you do? Do you scold them? Do you uh, punish them? Do you yell at them and scream at them because you want that room cleaned up? What does that mean? Does that child even know what it looks like to see uh, a clean room? Well, I hope so. It, it, it depends on how you taught them. You know what I mean? There you go. So, so I guess, I, you know, as we mentioned earlier, it's just about you train them when they're little. You're diligent training them while they're little. So when they get up in age, right, then that expectation, that I have a right to have that expectation. Exactly. Because I've, I've taken the time to teach you. Right. But if I haven't taught you, that's when the howling and screaming comes in at, and that's where aggravation comes in at. But that baby don't know no better no more than what you taught them. Right. And you have to be honest with yourself. Because there's some people you'll say, well, did you teach them how to? How long did you did you show them just one time? Is this a routine that you're in on a weekly basis or a daily basis? What are you, how are you presenting this to them? Because a lot of times you think you have, and in your mind, hey, you know, I did it, but you, you're uh, not consistent. You do it when you feel like it because you're mostly too tired. And then you're screaming at this child saying, I want this room cleaned up. They may not know how to start. Their their thoughts are not organized. If yours aren't because you're not being consistent, how's that child going to have a sense of how to get started? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we go on to other things. Once they're, let's say a little older, seven or eight, and they're in school, and you have expectations when they're in school, such as behavior, uh, completing their work, getting along with others, being respectful. So these are just different little 
um, areas of their lives that you should have expectation in so that um, you're not frustrated. So sometimes you need to sit down and talk to them. Uh, I was not that type. I was just like, uh, what? What is this letter about? Oh, you you acting up again? Okay. I'm going to, you know, give you your punishment is you know what it is, you know? So um, you're going to hear from me and there is no discussion about what's going on. This is what's going to happen. And uh, because I had expectation, but did I really take the time to um, have a discussion about it? Because imagine if you're someone's teaching you to drive a car and you make a, a wrong turn or a wrong move and they start yelling at you, what's going to happen? You're going to freeze. You're going to not know what to do. You're not even know, did I make a mistake? Well, how do I correct this? So there has to be the, those expectations you have. You have to spend time. You have to labor and you have to make sure that that person understands, that child understands what it is that you want step by step sometimes. And some kids, you know, not all kids are the same. And so um, you have to take that time to uh, not expect that they're gonna get everything right. You have to understand that there's times there they're gonna um, make a mistake and what are you gonna do about it? their children their children and children children are going they're, they're going to make the mistakes i remember we talked about this before and just thinking about it, this is diligence they gonna mess up I, I could whoop them i could punish them i could do whatever i want to do they are children they're going to do it again that's why it's so important as we said before to be diligent that's the key to be diligent you know we talked about this uh you you sit there watching tv and hollering from the room that's a, get up mama don't be lazy. Get up. Get up and show them how to do. Show them how it's done. Over right. and over and over right. to it's done. And so sometimes you're asking yourself, you know, how come? Why is this? Why is that? Why is this going on? And sometimes you really have, listen, get honest with yourself. If you need to make a chart, hey, did I review X, Y, and Z with my child today? Um, let me make a schedule. This schedule on Tuesdays, we're going to wash clothes. On Fridays, we're going to do this. And then you need to go back and initial it. Did we do that? Did we do that on Tuesday? Did we do that on Friday? Or did we complete? Did I say, you know what? I'm too tired. So you have to understand the expectations that you have for your children. You, you, you know, you want them to go to school and you want to hear the teacher say, oh, they were so good. They, um, that child is so precious. They're always polite, this, that, and the other. And then what you find out is that you keep getting these letters because you haven't just put the time in to really sit and talk with that child to see what their thoughts are, to see why they're uh, acting out in school. What's going on? Let's talk about it. If you can be honest with me, listen, I can dig, do anything with your honesty, but if you're not being honest with me, then I can't help you. Yes, there's going to be consequences that you won't like if you're not being honest with me. So, and sometimes 
if your child turns out to constantly be honest with you, do you think you're going to be yelling and screaming at them? Yeah, I think uh, too. It's good to have a um, to have a kind of relationship, and 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 that's when parents really invest. When my moms really invest in their children, when you have a kind of relationship with your children, they can communicate with you, and to where you know to where they trust you, they communicate with you. So so it's not a, it's not a struggle. It's not a it's not a a thing to where you know they they messed up again. I'm upset and I'm hooping and hollering and fussing. No no, it's that it's like you know you could. I remember. I remember, you know, it's like, it's my dad could just speak to me, he, you know, he could just speak to me and it would just, it would just do me in because you, know I mean? you know what I'm saying? Same here. Without all the fussing and hooping and hollering, you know what I mean? Nobody wants that. The kids don't want that and you don't either. Why right. exert yourself like that? And, 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 and not just that to me, it's like at home is my safe haven. Home is where peace should be. Home is where love should be. So all that hooping and hollering and fussing and carrying on, it shouldn't even be in my house. Right. But that's up to mom. You know, you're there with your children. It's up to mom. It's mom has to set the stage for the home. And it's how it depends upon how you've structured your home, you know? And and that's going to be the results you get. Right. And you know, sometimes you go out to the stores and you see a mother with her children and one's falling all, all over the floor and screaming and they cussing at them and fussing at them and you know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's because of no home right. training. Right. Training is not cussing my child out. Training is not slapping my child upside the back of the head. You know, I had to tell one this one young lady that one time because I mean the, the, the she was holding the baby and the other little baby would cut up cut up. She Pop him up back of his head. Oh man, honey, don't do that to your child. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. You're his mother. You're 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 what he looks to. And if you're treating him like that, right. uh, that's not that's not a corrective measure to hit a child upside the back of the head. Right. And that's the same thing. What do you expect that child to do? They're going to scream. They're you know they're totally dumbfounded. What just happened? You know mm-hmm. that hurt. Um, I'm crying now, I'm mad, I'm angry, you know, I'm screaming, all these things are occurring. And then you said something key about home being that safe haven. Mm-hmm. You, you're, when you leave home, your kids, they're getting all kinds of things thrown at them at school. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things are happening with their peers, with teachers, maybe the bully on the block, whatever, all these things are happening. And then you come home and you're thinking, wow, I'm home. I'm away from that. I just need a break from it. And then when you come in, the expectations are beyond what you can even understand. Such as, like you said, being slapped up on the back of your head, uh, whatever the case may be, something that just isn't natural. And I'm not saying that um, I haven't smacked my child when he was growing up. But you have to look at that and look at the reaction that you get and not a response. So the response you want is, oh, I'm, you know, I I didn't realize it. Oh, I'm sorry. Or I'll go ahead and take care of it. And how you get that is how you interact with that child. Hey, listen, you forgot something. And this is, this is important. This is teaching you responsibility. This is teaching you, um, to be diligent, to be consistent. 
and they have to see that around them mm-hmm. in order for them to recognize, oh yeah, I messed up and being honest and open about it. And the parent says, okay, so now what? What do you do now? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you know, like the rumble and tumbling going on. No, because, because and then, and like, like we said, they're children, you have to tell them over and teach them over and over again consistency but when they get old as they grow and they get older right and so then they start doing this stuff and you know they know better you know you've taken the time you know you've explained it to them then there does sometimes there does have to start being consequences of some kind right but it's not pop you upside the back of your head right it's like okay so johnny Mom has showed you this over and over again. I've showed you how, I've told you, we've talked about it, I've demonstrated it. Now, so now it's time for, now I'm gonna let you know, we have one more time of this. And if this happens again, there will be consequences, okay? So I'm gonna let you know, this, this, that, and the other may happen the next time we come here because I know you can do this right. You know what I mean? That's making it very clear, very plain. You've put the time and the labor. Right. So now when it happens, right. okay, there has to be disciplinary of some right. type, right? right. And right. then the thing about it is, is that we have to understand what, in other words, what the what what uh, what punishment meets the crime, right? It's not one fits all. I'm beat you for it's everything not, you do. You don't right. do that. That's, you know that what was mean? me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. We don't do that. That's we, we learn and grow, right? We learn and but, grow. Um, but so yeah, and and then and then you know we do all that, and you said the fact, Cheryl, that it starts really early, and it does start really early because we have to bring them up. But then, so what happens like when they get to be, you know, like like 10, 11 years old? Because I'm telling you, especially those little boys, it those little boys that you let fall all out in the floor, and then you pop them upside their head and cuss them out, they don't grow up respecting you. So what happens is when they start getting taller than you, the little muscles and chest start breaking out, they're smelling themselves, right? Then that man went upside your head. I know what I'm talking about. Now that didn't happen to me, but I've seen it, right? It happens. You've got to teach those young men, those little boys to be young men. And and you have to be an example of a woman woman and a lady before them, right? right? And teach them these things. Because if not, they will take that resentment. They will hold that resentment against you. Well, listen, it does. It's not just a boy thing. No, it's because, not. But I'm just saying um, they are mad that the, the boys have a tendency is in them. They, God made them to be uh, more masculine, sure. more whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that's in their spirit anyway mm-hmm. to be dominating and things like that. Right. So that's why I mentioned the boys. Right, right. Because um, uh, a father recently told me that um, his 10-year-old, and it was co-parenting going on. Mm-hmm. So his 10-year-old at that time, she's much older now, told him one day, I don't care what you say, and called him by his first name Mm -hmm. at 10. Mm -hmm. And everyone he said in the house was like, oh no. And they all went to their rooms except for her. Mm -hmm. And he took care of business Mm -hmm. and he said she learned that day mm-hmm. and it never happened again right, right she learned that she had to respect him but mm-hmm. because you know the respect she, wasn't taught at home to right res- for whatever right. reason i don't right. know what that man's life was like around right. his mother and right. all that right. but the respect for him was right. not in her household right because she would have never went out there right with him. yeah and it, even uh 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 my uh 
daughter, now it's different now with her father. She said that she was about four, maybe. And her cousin asked her something about her father. And she said something like, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I wish he wouldn't come around. Mm-hmm. She was about three or four. Mm-hmm. But because she was, you know, upset because he wasn't coming around consistently. Like consistently. Mm-hmm. So it it shapes the way they think and, you know, uh, about those who are around them, those who are responsible for them, you know? So the outcome from uh, the expectation from that, you know, could have gone totally left, but she began to become closer to him as she got much older. Mm -hmm. She wanted that, you know, fatherly input. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, we we do know that it we have to put in the time if we want if we have expectations of our children that are positive we have to be positive in our parenting right, right? if we want uh, children that are going to be productive then we have to show them productiveness you know what I mean it has to go that right you can't it's like you say it's been over those days do what I say because I say it right this generation don't want to hear that that's exactly and, and right. they shouldn't have to right. right right we learned you know we learned because it used to be i know with me it used to be a time i wouldn't listen listen they wouldn't even have to tell me because i said so when they said the first time i was doing what they said you right. know what i mean because that's the era we came up in right certainly right you know certainly I mean? but now things are different and it's okay because it's okay in a sense that that it teaches us more. We've grown more as adults, as parents, and we've learned more. You know, God's taught us more. Everybody's not, we're not all the same, but we have much more to learn. We do, but we still have the Lord's blessed us to learn a lot. And we would do some things differently now than we did back then. But the good part about it is now we can tell someone else, you know, yes. and we can, we can, and we can know, and we know what we're talking about, right? You know, and that's that in those areas. So that's right. a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not for everybody, but mm-hmm. I'm sure this will help someone out that's there. That's what we're about that's helping somebody. Yeah. We learn and we grow. Right. You know. Right. But yeah. So I, 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 you know, I think it's a good uh, dialogue. Uh, it is. Um, expectations that's something to think about because you know i would like us to talk again about expectations um maybe about what we expect maybe maybe our kids are a little older and what are our expectations of our children and why do we have those expectations and what is our does our expectation interfere you know those type of things i like us to talk about because i think this is a good topic so anyway um we want to invite you our listening audience to feel free to send a message uh, with comments and questions. Let us know what you want to discuss. And we'd love to hear from you. So thank you for listening. And until next Tuesday, we're Straight Fire Moms, where we learn and we grow. Mm-hmm.